Hi guys, Josh here for um, my cast. I know it's been a while. Um, I took a look. Last episode was September 11th um, last year. I appreciate it. It looks like um, it's 71 views, so it's definitely surprising, especially because I haven't recorded anything since then. So I appreciate everyone um, supporting uh, the podcast, even though I've been on this sort of hiatus. I'll just tell you, I mean, obviously I have um, a child, a baby, uh, but I've been going to uh, grad school as well. So definitely just taking a break um, for a little while on the podcast. I do have some... Uh, time to record. Uh, I don't know exactly if these will still be weekly or if they'll be bi-weekly or whatever. I'm uh, trying to make them at least weekly or bi-weekly, um, but I just just did want to uh, have some time now. Just want to record a podcast, uh, and I apologize for the inconsistency. But you know, it's it's that sort of time, and and my, we just passed. Um, this is January's eighth. I gosh, I don't even know anymore. Uh, it's being recorded just after New Year's. So we just passed the uh, ultimate freeze. Uh, we got the zero chill. We got the out of position. Um, always popular. Uh, you know, we, we've got, um, since the last recorded, obviously we've got uh, the the uh, Halloween stuff. we got the most feared. Uh, we got the uh, harvest stuff uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, those players as well. Um, all's been pretty standard. We, we got Mutt Heroes uh, as well. All's been pretty standard in terms of like what you might see in a normal Mutt year. Uh, but I, I did want to take a, uh, some time to talk about you know what that looks like in the future. I mean, you know, obviously there's huge news that Crelo is leaving. I, I you know I think that most people are. Uh, I myself have not known him. I definitely have not known him, but I've known about him uh, back when he was with uh, Mudhead and. As far as I can tell, he's not taking a position in anything that involves Madden at all. Uh, whether that's with EA, um, you know, as a company that works with EA, as he was mentioning before. So I, I think that he's, you know, he's not going to be a part of this. He's not going to be a part of this community. Not that he doesn't have a voice. He obviously will know people at EA, but I'll talk a little bit about that. How that might affect things. Um, you know, I'm, obviously they'll bring in a new community manager, but not, you know, someone that's, that's obviously not, doesn't have the, the sort of cachet that, that someone like Crayla would have, at least with the people. That doesn't mean they won't have the ear of the developers. Just, just want to mention that I'm sure that the person they bring in is going to be good at their job. But, you know, Crayla was really good with sympathizing with the Mutt players and letting them know what was going on, trying to get as much information as possible uh, for the uh, Mutt community. It obviously takes some time for the new person to, to, to build up um, build up that trust, unless uh, obviously unless there's someone that's already in the community. I don't know. It's, he mentioned someone like Hanto, like I, like they bring in someone that does have already a reputation in the community that that might be different. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, and then uh, the make rights. Um, in the reason I'm specifically talking about this one, so there's Isaiah Simmons and Derrick Henry make rights. You get a pack that you get to choose between the two of them. Basically, anyone that opened the pack within the affected time. Now, I was on vacation. I was one of the unlucky ones that didn't open a pack. Very easily could have. Um, it's basically the 78 plus um, Zero Chill player. Uh, so. It's not. It wasn't hard to achieve. There's going to be tons of people that are going to have this pack. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Make rights in general, and then specifically use this as a case for like why I don't think like I get make rights, and you know I think that one the community's been clamoring for them back 
before they gave them, and then two, now that's the expectation is to have this make right and to have this overwhelmingly, hey, we should get everything that we could have got because uh, we could have got it. Um, so this this sort of like sentiment that uh, that you know EA should give as much as possible, you know. Um, if there was a limited possible and the limited wasn't in packs, they should just get the limited. That's not how, uh, well, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. So, um, we're going to talk about those two sub, two, two subjects for today. Uh, I'll first, uh, get into the, uh, part about, um, Kralo community manager and sort of what that looks like going forward. Um, overall picture, you know, I, I again, I, like, I, as someone that um, was frequently on my head uh, back when I started, uh, maybe four or five years ago, playing Butt, um, you know, you notice Kralo, you notice people like Wizzle, you notice like all like all those people that are posting rockets, all those people that are they are clearly like the the community managers and the, um, the heads of the website because it's it's pretty obvious to, to notice our post and. Um, when he moved to EA, it was it was kind of awesome to see. I I actually didn't know that he streamed before. I, that wasn't that wasn't something I'm not huge into watching streaming. I'd rather just play the game, uh, unless I know a lot of people will watch people stream as in, at the same time as play the game. I I don't have that capacity, so more power to you. But uh, you know, so yeah, so so Kralo, uh, he was at Mudhead before, uh, and then at EA, and, and it was that ability to, like, um, Z Farls, uh, Eddie, EA calls it, like, he calls himself the man of the people, but, but really, like, when Krilo came over to EA, it was kind of, like, it kind of was, like, this man of the per- people, because, um, you know, this is someone that's coming from the community, he's an, he's an outsider, if you will, like, if you want to use, like, a political analogy, like, he was someone that was coming from outside of EA, coming from the community, and coming to be like an advocate for the community almost. At least the way that, that the community looked at it. And, and being a community manager, obviously that, that part does matter. And, you know, I, I think that it's... it's I, Like, I'm not here to judge his job. I do think he did a wonderful job. I'm not here to... to, to that's, that is way beyond me. But what I will say is that, like, he... Like, from the player side, he, he did this amazing job. I don't know. Uh, again, I can't critique like what EA thinks about him, what his actual employer thinks about him. But like, he was someone that did always advocate, and you always felt like there was someone at EA that was advocating for the players. I talked about things like the newsletter. Um, I listened to the Making Madden, uh, Making Madden podcast over the summer. Wasn't a whole lot for Ultimate Team players. I wish there was a little bit more involved. Um, you know, me being someone that likes analytics, I wish there was a, maybe a deeper dive in the stats and the way they interact. Clint's got some interesting stuff about the way that offensive pl- linemen interact. I'm probably one of the only Madden players that cares about that. I really just wish there were more players in the field that mattered uh, and more stats that mattered for those players. So, uh, you know, but anyway, so the Making Madden podcast was great to hear some of that stuff, some of the inside stuff. Um, you know, he did a lot of great stuff. I think he was talking about the Mutt newsletter. Um, he was a part of the Good Morning Madden before. I forget what it was called before. I, 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 
forget what it called when it launched, but I don't think it was Good Morning Madden. Him and C. Frost and a couple other people, but he was a part of it. And, you know, there was obviously the drops from those things. But I think the, the big the big thing was is that, you know, 10.30, it used to be every day. This year it's only been three days. And I think that's really because it's just like such a burnout just trying to constantly every single day have things to talk about. Um, but... Uh, it used to be every single day, you could log on 10.30 in the morning, uh, and you would hear about what was going on in Madden. And, you know, he sort of expanded that to the point where he started talking about sort of like his list of almost like, what do you call it, like to-dos or something like that, basically like what he would like to see. So... You know, he would talk about some of the stuff that, like, you know, this is sort of the, uh, my list of, like, things I want to, to change, things I want to see. Um, and I don't really have any huge examples, but basically it was sort of like a checklist where it's, like, talking to people about certain things that the community had brought up. And, like, you know, he really just put out there the fact that this is the work that I'm doing. This is what I've heard from the community. It was kind of just like this way that, like, one, this is what I've heard from the community, and two, this is what I'm going to talk about. So, um, if there's anything else, it's not on my radar, so, like, get it on my radar. Like, you know, it's 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 sort of like this uh, open feedback loop that, like, you know, this is what I have for feedback. If there's anything else, I don't know about it, so you got to let me know. Um, so... You know, it just really, you know, I think it really expanded the the job. And obviously, I know Mike Guru is there before. A lot of people liked him. A lot of people were sad to see him go. Um, I know it's sort of him and Crayola sort of occupied sort of the same space. But, you know, you always had these people, and Crayola especially, that, like, you knew was an advocate at, or seemed like at least, was an advocate for the community at EA. And... Didn't mean things were going to change, but it meant that there was someone that was collaborating all that, you know, aggregating all of that sort of feedback, mostly negative, and putting it in a constructive way. I think that's that's the biggest thing is because it's really it's really easy for um, I just listened to a podcast about like, um, you know, trying to change a game and they're talking about uh, or trying to talk about how to. Um, better, it was for the game of Magic the Gathering, and they were talking about uh, how to better the, the game of, of the Commander, and they were talking about how, like, communities are really good at um, pointing out what's wrong. They're really bad at pointing out solutions for what's wrong. And so I think that's that's what's nice about Kralo, is that he has this, ins- this insider perspective, but he also has the ear of both EA and the community. So, you know, he was this sort of bridge, um, and again, I know all community managers are, I'm not saying that this is not going to happen, I'm just saying that, like, it was really nice to have him there, EA, that you knew this was happening, it was very transparent, it was, it was very much, even though he was employed by EA, it was very, very much sort of like, I want to make sure that people know what is going on with the game that they are paying money for, and the game that they are paying time for, you know, time is a currency. Like, you put a lot of hours into Madden, even if you don't, I have no money spent. So I buy the game, and then I just, hey, what, what, 
what cards I have, what cards I can achieve, I play with. Um, so you're still spending time. So he was very good at making sure that that um, was uh, communicated to the community. Um, and in in again, like I uh, like I was saying before, before I went off on the tangent, he was very good at putting that in a constructive way. You know, this is what the community is saying. Can we do something like this? Because the community has a tougher time being like, can we do something like this? They have a lot of, it's very easy for myself included and the entire community to be like, this is wrong. Pretty easy to see what's wrong. A lot harder to see um, what you can do about it. So, you know, it was uh, just this combined unique ability. And I really hope that we get someone else. Obviously, there's going to be another community manager. Obviously, they're going to have Good Morning Mad. Not, uh, I can't see that going away. Um, for for multiple reasons. Obviously, it gives people a chance to have a drop, have a pack, uh, be more engaged with Madden. Uh, but, you know, I, I, and I think for a game that's on console... Um, it's very important to have that level of engagement because you're not always going to have your console with you, but it's pretty easy to pull up Twitch on your phone and listen to Good Morning Madden. And that keeps you engaged with Madden. Even though you're not playing the game, even though you're not buying packs in the game, you're engaged with Madden. So you're more likely to, when you're home or you're available, go back and turn on your Xbox or PlayStation or PC and play the game of Madden. So... I don't see Good Morning Madden go anywhere. I don't see anything like the Mutt Newsletter going anywhere, or you know, maybe they'll do another Making Madden podcast. I don't know this year. Um, I don't see those innovations going anywhere. We, we're not in trouble of any of those things going away. But you know, I think that uh, you know it is important to understand that, like, you know, he, we, we, you know, we do want to get someone in there that, that has that level of, of trust in, in the community to, to sort of point these things out, um, to do it in a more constructive way. I, I feel like, you know, there's always going to be people that are doing things in a not constructive way, but I feel like with Kralo, he made it so that the community felt heard, and because of that, they did things more in a constructive, positive way, and tried to improve the 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 game. Um, didn't always feel like that was happening, but because of Kralo, they they maybe tried to maybe even offer solutions that they thought might work instead of just being like, "This game is sucks. This is the worst game ever." You're still gonna see that. You're gonna see that with every single game, but it just felt like there was less of that with him. So. My hope is that, one, that wish him well wherever he's going. I mean, he, you can, he's one of the few people that, like, you don't work at the company, but you know he's working hard. It's just because, he's, like, he's on three times a week showing you what he's doing. He clearly was burnt out last year, and he still went on. He still was trying to do everything he could for the people. And I just, I, it must be a very, it must be a job that burns you out. Uh, so I wish, I wish him well. Um, definitely sad to see just to see him leave uh, the community. Kriela, if you're, you know, I, I don't presume you're listening to this, but uh, you know, uh, really sad to see you go. 
um, and hope that uh, the new job is is good and um, it's a good it's a good fit for you um, because every, everyone deserves that. Um, you know, I just I just moved uh, jobs, same company, but I just moved jobs, and it's you know I can't like it's just so much better when you feel like you're. I don't know, your talents are being used, you're, you're being appreciated, you're you're on the right track with your career. So I really hope that for you uh, as, as as well. So that's, that's it for um, community manager. Um, hopes for the future, we get someone like Raylo. Uh, and uh, next we will talk about make rights and what that's sort of doing. Um, in in terms of meta, and then more specifically, this make right what that that will do. Um, so uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about that. All right, guys, back here to talk about make rights, uh, everyone's favorite subject, uh, sort of. Uh, for some people, yes. For some people, just uh, a pain. And some people, both. So. Um, on, I think it was December 27th from something like 10.30 to... I'm not going to give you the exact time. You know what it is? It was on December 27th, and there were a few hours that affected. I don't know how many, how many, but basically any of the packs ahead. So chill. I guess they did not have Derrick Henry or Isaiah Simmons in them. So, and they're both limited pulls. That's important. They're both limited cards. So they are not available anymore. Um... I wasn't sure if they were available because it felt like everyone I was playing when I got back from vacation had Derrick Henry as a quarterback. Um, might have just been a couple games I played, but uh, everyone had him. Um, so I, I didn't know if he was limited. But they are, and that's the point. So they released the fact that anyone that bought a pack, one pack, uh, and not bought, like just used snow or anything like that for any of the... Uh, Packs that could have had him, and like I said, that's a 78 plus zero chill player. It's a low bar. It's that was 8,200 snowflakes, and I bought a bunch of those packs. I didn't buy them during that time, but I I got a bunch of those packs just using snowflakes, not using any currency at all. Uh, so low bar. Uh, anyone that got a pack during that time frame uh, received a pack with the option. For limited Isaiah Simmons, strong safety, I think, and limited Derrick Henry, quarterback. Uh, this probably is seen as a huge win in the community. The problem being that, and I know, look, I, I know I'm on the other side of this, right? I did not log on during that time, I did not buy a pack during that time, I was on vacation. Um, but typically when you go on vacation, a limited player comes out, there is, I don't know how many, like, you know, let's say 30,000 of them, right? That's just kind of a lot, 50,000 of them, whatever. I, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but for limited players, there's a certain amount of players. That's the way it works with every single car game with, with, you think about like odds of like a lottery machine or anything like that. There's a certain amount of times where it's going to, uh, land on, you know, the jackpot, which is essentially where the limited pull is. And to screw that math up really, really screws up 
things. Now, typically in a uh, casino, obviously we just put the casino under. With a digital card game like EA, EA is not going under. Uh, in fact, they'll probably get people to buy packs, and they'll probably increase the confidence in the next promo because of the fact that they're doing this. But what happens is the people that get screwed are the people that didn't open packs during that particular time, and where they they maybe didn't log in, uh, were on vacation like myself, maybe they just weren't interested in Dark Henry, so they played a bunch of games, but they didn't open any packs. The point is, is that like no one knew this was going to happen. No one knew it was happening at the time, which is the reason a lot of people opened packs. Otherwise, they would have waited. Maybe they would have opened the pack hoping there was going to be a make right. But the point is, is that there's this conditioning that's happened, where I just talked about Prelo and being the community manager, and he's pushed for some of these make rights. But they've got to this point. Make rights are good, but they've got to this point where if you had a chance to open a pack and get Derrick Henry or get Isaiah Simmons, or for that, that matter, a limited pull. I know it's happened with like a bunch of players before. I, I, I don't have a list, but it's happened with a bunch of limited players. If you had a chance to open a pack and get a limited player, now the expectation is you'll just get that limited player. And that's like meta-warping because... You think about that number of 30,000, 50,000, whatever it is, Derrick Henry, is that they, the design team or the, I don't know, economics team or whatever it is they have over there that sort of decides how many limiteds are going to be in each promo based upon what they want the price to be, based upon how often they want them to show up in games. Uh, this happens for all card games, uh, not just digital ones. That drastically changes. So the one the one good thing for people that didn't not did not get this pack is Derrick Henry, assuming that this is not NAT, so I don't know that. Um, but Derrick Henry and Isaiah Simmons are gonna drastically drop in price. It's not good for EA, it's not good for anyone that did actually pull them. Um, and it's only good for the people that, that didn't get a chance at that pack. It's nice, but at the same time, like if you didn't get that pack you are now going to be facing Derrick Henry so much more than you would have used than you used to, because I would bet that there's a lot of people that did pull for Derrick Henry. I mean, if I was home, I don't know, I might open the pack or two. I, I wouldn't have tried to do like all the re rolls. Like everyone, everyone, like I, I remember when I was like going to Twitter or like watching uh, a bunch of clips, uh, whether it was on vacation. There would seem to be a lot of people that are doing the re-roll packs and pulling Derrick Henry. So it seemed like there was a lot of supply anyway. And now, in in probably there's a lot of supply, but there's also probably a lot of people that either saw that and started pulling packs for him, or already were pulling packs for him and trying to do those re-rolls. Um, so now there's going to be so much, so so many more Derrick Henrys. Uh, and, like, I, I know you could also pick Isaiah Simmons as well. The, th I, the reason I'm zeroing in on Derrick Henry is because he's obviously a, a quarterback. He's, that's a huge position on offense. It's a huge running um, quarterback, obviously. And 
you know, we, we don't need so many more. I do not want to go into a game where I constantly have to put up a QB spy in 95% of the games I play online. And that's just, it typically happens a lot anyways, especially when you start to get, like, you know, this Tom Brady scrambler that's got, what, like 85 speed. You get a lot of the quarterbacks, even the ones that aren't that fast, they end up getting a decent amount of speed, and you may have to put up a, a, a spy. Um, I know I'm running Cam Newton for the for the first time this year, and obviously he's really fast as well. So um, it's not like it's not like I'm not participating. So, but it's just this is this is a bad thing. Like this is like this is a I know I know that's an unpopular opinion, but it's not a bad thing to have make rights. Make rights should happen. Make rights should give you a, a good chance, a better chance than you might have had to pull that. Like you know, like you, but it shouldn't be a hundred percent. It should not be a hundred percent. You were not guaranteed to pull Derrick Henry out of that pack. So why are you now guaranteed? You basically, essentially, the way it works out with a make right now is you get a seventy plus player, which let's say it's seventy eight. That's the, the worst possible pull, and you get a Derrick Henry. Now, again, the reason I'm mentioning Derrick Henry is because of the fact that he's such a powerful part of the offense. Isaiah Simmons, you can sort of keep the ball away from him if you want. So I'm guessing that one, a lot of people are going to go with Derrick Henry. And two, people that have Derrick Henry compared to Isaiah Simmons, it's going to be a much bigger part of the game that's impacted. Uh, unless you already have a Derrick Henry from pulling the pack or buying him. Uh, but, you know... So you have a 78-plus, plus you have a Derrick Henry. You make out better than you would have. And make right should be something where it's making it right. It's making it the way it should have been. Not not like dream Christmas land. Like, if you had, if you pulled, let's say you pulled one 78-pack, 78-plus uh, pack, you should get like maybe like 10 with a chance for a Derrick Henry. And maybe even the boosted chance. Let's say there was a uh, like a one and a half percent chance of playing Derrick Henry, and you open the seventy-eight pack, you should get maybe like ten packs with a five percent chance of playing Derrick Henry. Now that's almost five times as much. Not quite, but I should just make the math one percent instead. Just to just to, it's almost five times as much, and you have ten times as many packs, so you are not getting a hundred percent chance. But, you have a pretty good chance. Much better chance than you would have if you had just pulled that one pack and didn't get Derrick Henry. So, um, again, the make rights, there's, there's room for it to be this uh, making it right, but also just sort of going the extra mile. Like, we're, we're sorry, here's some extra packs. Here's some boosted odds. But, like, I know part of this is the fact that, like, EA has kind of done this to themselves. If you say there's a 5% chance, even if you say there's a 5% chance, even if you mention the fact that it's boosted from, like, 1%, where's the proof? Because there's no way to see polls compared to packs open. There's no way to see that. EA has the information, and the reason that it's private besides them being a private company, and that's privileged information, is the fact that, like, if you knew the exact odds of pulling each player, 
you might not go for some packs. He, he might say, like, yeah, that's that's too small of a chance. I think I'm just going to wait for a better pack with a lower overall with a better chance of pulling it. Um, and then, of course, in that case, you get the population of Dark Henry go too far down. And that's not that's just of it in, in the way EA looks at it. It's obviously less packs open, less money spent on the game. So there are reasons, obviously, for keeping the information private. And because of that, the community has no clue when you say that the odds are boosted if that's true. So we have this sort of conundrum, but like we need to get to this point, and obviously this ties into the last portion with the new community manager. We need to get to this point with the community manager and with EA where there's some form of trust, it doesn't need to be full trust, but some form of trust that, like, when these make rights go out, one, these people are human. And not only that, but they're working with software that sometimes goes awry. So either things didn't go live when they should have gone live, things, there was a glitch where the percentage was zero, and the percentage should have been one, or five, or whatever it is. Uh, all those sorts of things happen. And we need to get to this point with EA where there's this partial trust that, like, things are happening. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if, like, maybe instead of packs open, you can put out there to something like MudGG in my head, like, how many Derek Henrys have been pulled. So that people see, like, hey, there's already been, it's the first hour, and there's already been 227 pulled. So... That seems like pretty good odds. Now, you may not know that there's, like, 100,000 packs that are open, but, like, at least you know there's a decent amount of Dark Henry's that have been pulled. Like, I'm going to go on and I'm going to try for it. You know, it's 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 not like... It's not like anyone hides who wins the Powerball. Like, people find out... I don't know exactly how. Like, people find out when someone wins the lottery. Uh, so... We don't know exactly how many people were in the lottery, but we do know how many people. I, I know, uh, just thinking about it, the, you know, the Powerball was huge and huge this past week, and I know there were two people that won it. So that sort of idea that we know two people won it, we don't know how many people entered, but we trust that they, like there's two people that won it. Like they, This is happening. And so that's sort of like... That sort of ability to sort of middle it, where this is happening, we don't know how many packs were pulled, but we know how many Dark Henrys are pulled, and we have confidence that it's out there. And so I think one that would provide some sort of buffer for EA, where like if people are not seeing it pulled, maybe they could alert the team sooner. Um... You probably have a lot of uh, sort of false uh, reports of it, of it not being in packs, but they, there can at least be something that, that sort of uh, signals the EA a little bit sooner. And then for the community, you know, you would have that ability. You'd also know how many are out in the wild. Um, I know MA Top Shot sort of has that um, counter where it shows you there's like 35,000 or like 14,000 or there's only 5,000 of these. You'd have that counter out there 
uh, of how many, how rare they are. Uh, and you'd be able to see. Uh, you could also add on something that says, like, these are the packs you can pull them in. So, and if you want to get really creative, you could say, like, these are the packs that uh, he came out of. So, 78 plus overall, not that many, three. But the 90 plus overall, that's 100. So, like, it would give the community an idea, like, do I really want to shoot low and try and go for the ultimate long shot? Or, like, do I need to go higher? If, I, if I'm going to spend the money anyway, if I'm going to spend two-thirds of the money, do I might as well go all the way and either try and pull that 90 plus or... Um, save up my snow to go for 190 plus as compared to like 10, 15, 78 plus. So anyway, that that's my thoughts. I think it's really meta warping in terms of like having to give out the card that people miss out on rather than a chance at the card. Uh, and I think that there's 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 obviously some rehabilitation that has to happen, but uh, I think that we need to get to this point with EA where that's okay because it's really going to be a problem for, for players. And the players that have them may not care. They may not notice because they have Derrick Henry and they seem to be playing a lot of Derrick Henrys, but that's fine for them. But as a community overall, it's going to get really tiring if you see the same people. It's already really tiring when you see like Vec all the time. It's going to get really tiring if you see the same limited players. Not just Derrick Henry. There's going to be other players too. And it's just like, you know, if you happen to miss that one time where you pull the pack, and, like, maybe you weren't even trying to pull it back, maybe you are trying to pull, like, something else, like, you weren't even trying for a deck Henry, but you were trying for something else, and you didn't realize he was even dead packs, you know, it's, it's gonna be really tough for those people to get an automatic, uh, an automatic limited, and everyone that didn't happen to, get, to, to pull it back to not get it, so anyway, that's, that's my perspective, uh, and it won't go too deep into, like, analytics and how that might affect things or whatever, because, one, I actually don't know. But the, the whole idea is the fact that, like, those numbers going up really do affect things. Obviously, it affects as a price, as long as it's not NAT. Or even if he is, maybe you have one, and then you sell him and keep the NAT one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it affects his price, as long as it's not NAT. It's going to affect the uh, level players that have him in games. And... You know, I mean, depending on how OP he is, because he is a limited pull, he should be really good, um, it may affect uh, gameplay and, like, how, how people like gameplay, whether or not they have him. You know, maybe you just hate you have him, but you just hate going against him every single time. You want to see, he's my quarterback, but I want to see different quarterbacks as well. So anyway, that's that's the this idea. Uh, so, as I said, I don't know exactly when I'll be back, uh, hopefully next week. Uh, but I appreciate you guys listening to this, uh, and I hope you guys had a good uh, Christmas break as well. So thanks again. Thanks for listening. Um, please uh, like, subscribe, anything you can to, to help me out. Thanks.